Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hi, this is Linda Pinizzato speaking to you from the Hayes FM, and this show is The Condo Expert. Today we have a very important topic, and with me today is Paul Hayner of Insurance Land. Insurance Land actually has 27 years' experience providing insurance protection to the residents of Ontario focusing on Mississauga and the communities that surround it. They're actually located right here in Mississauga on Skymark Avenue. And I'd like to say hello and welcome to the show, Paul. Oh, thank you, Linda. Thanks for having me. Great topic today. Oh, absolutely. There's so much going on with insurance policies. And I guess what we want to do today is create information awareness to condo owners out there. Yeah, it's a unique thing because, you know, lots of people, they buy condos, especially since now it's becoming the new affordable housing of the 20th century. And they don't really know what kind of insurance they need to buy. Well, that's the key point. And, you know, the interesting part is, is that if you don't have insurance, you're going to find yourself out on the street. You're going to find yourself with one incredible hefty bill. If by some chance you happen to leave your bathtub running and you flooded people underneath you. We've actually talked on that once uh, last week, as a matter of fact. Oh, absolutely. You know, funny thing is we had a, a customer call in today just to inquire about that same thing where two floors above him, the people had their uh, pipe break in their kitchen and the water came down, went past his floor, down almost four floors before they could get the water turned off and stop the damage. Now he does have a policy and he is covered for water damage caused by a third party, but it's uh, making sure that the person above him has their own liability insurance so that his insurance company can later subrogate back against that insurance company. So on his claims record, it comes up as a non-claim issue. Wow. So so you figure that is strictly a homeowner condo insurance policy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They get a, a condominium policy that covers all their contents and their liability for the stuff they have in the unit. Biggest question people don't understand is, and, and it used to happen a lot in the 90s and the early 2000s, is people were buying condos and they thought the condo corporation insured everything, including their liability. Oh, I know. You know, it's interesting because, as you know, when people buy a condo, they actually receive a status certificate. And in that status certificate, it outlines their condo corporation insurance uh, particulars. And sometimes every condo declaration has something different on it. They always don't cover everything the exact same. Yeah, so they need to see what that certificate is making them responsible for. At one time, the condo owners were only responsible for their contents and the stuff that was inside the condo unit, the drapery they put up, the furniture, all that kind of stuff. And then the condo corporations, their insurance premium started going up. So they started making finding out from the actual insurance carriers if we started putting more onus on the condo owners, would our premiums come down? It really didn't matter. All the money was coming from the same place anyways, out of their fees and all that. So instead of the condo owner being responsible for everything inside the drywall, some of the status uh, certificates made it go as far as to saying you're responsible for the cement wall up to the cement wall, which now meant they're responsible for the drywall, 
the wiring, the plumbing, and the studs that make up their unit. And then the other issue becomes a big, big thing is, is who's responsible for the kitchen cupboards, the bathroom, all that stuff that they bought when they bought the, the condo. Is it included as part of the condo and as part of the building, or is that included in their betterments and improvements if they upgrade and all that? So there's a lot of gray, it was a lot of gray, gray area in uh, condo insurance. And the status certificates are starting to try to make it more clear for the owners that this is what you have to insure. And one thing we noticed, though, is that condo corporations aren't very diligent and making sure all the fellow owners of that condo have their own personal insurance. Oh, no kidding. Uh, you know, that is uh, actually, uh, as you know, the Condo Owners Association uh, actually is moving forward. We're a major stakeholder in the Condo Act review process with the Minister of Consumer Services. And we've already completed the first session. And one key implementation that COA has been trying to convince our ministry that they have to have is some kind of a reporting system of some sort because condo owners if they don't know this information or the board of directors don't have aren't forced to stand by their fiduciary duties to ensure that the condo owners have these this type of information then what you know people are just sitting out there and it you know with a, a potential liability and excessive costs that it's going to be really financial burden for them Oh, absolutely. Well, especially if, you know, people don't have insurance and, and they start a fire uh, accidentally in their unit. And whilst all most condos are built with cement walls in between each condo, that doesn't mean if they don't have carpet going to the door that the carpet and the door can't catch on fire, go down the hall, come back into the next unit, or go through the ceiling and come into the, to the next unit that way. It could damage several units. Condo corporations responsible for the hallways and all that stuff through their condo corporation insurance policy. But if that tenant, if that owner didn't have insurance, the other people, you know, they, their insurance carriers have nobody to subrogate to come back. The condo corporation has nobody to subrogate to come back. And uh, if you had a really bad fire that, you know, took out a couple of floors, you know, the condo corporation could, you know, got to make sure that they have a, have enough property coverage to cover all that damage and if they don't then they have in place and on the policies things to go back after the condo owners for their loss assessment whether it be for right. claim be for rebuilding issues and then the policies actually cover the condo owner there's a section in their condo insurance policy that will will pay for that assessment that they're handed to they can put it in as part of their claim so i don't know and it's a really good thing that they're trying to have some uniformity that all the condo owners have insurance, and they have to provide it to the corporation to show, yes, we're insured, we have coverage. In case we're sued or whatever, we're, we're covered. The corporation, they don't have to put in a claim for what they're doing because we have insurance for ours. Or if you do, you have somebody to subrogate back against to for that insurance carrier to get their money back. And then it helps keep the condo corporation's insurance in, in, in a reasonable premium that everybody's really contributing to, you see? Huge concern. So we have an $80 million building. We have a potential of insurance policy that would cover the replacement of the actual condo building. We have questions whether or not what is covered by the owner, what is covered by the condo corporation. And we have a huge responsibility load on the shoulders of the board of directors because if they have not gone back to the insurance company to make sure that they are insured properly and not uninsured to some degree, that responsibility of the difference of what the costs could be could land on the shoulders of the condo owners in that corporation. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And then if, if the condo owners have their own personal condo insurance, there's a section in the policy for um, loss assessment by the condo corporation back to them, whether it be for property and or for liability, because there's two separate sections. As the condo corporation, if they have a property claim, you have that coverage. But what about the people that don't buy condo insurance? So if they get a bill for $5,000, that's their bill because the amount that they had in the reserve fund didn't cover it. Are they going to be able to come up with that $5,000? We're going to break down this topic completely inch by inch because condo owners out there, you've got to know what it is you're buying. You've got to ask for some kind of clarification, understand your declaration, find out what is covered, what isn't covered. We'll be right back with Paul Hayner of Insurance Land here in Mississauga. You are listening to Linda Pinizzato of the Hayes FM. 